America's top crisis manager, Judy Smith, famously said, There's always an opportunity with crisis. Just as it forces an individual to look inside himself, it forces a company to re-examine its policies and practices. Most companies in operation today have had to shift their business model at some point, whether through market forces or other factors, like the current economic crisis that we're all living through. But the great business pivots throughout history have always re-evaluated their existing skills and strengths and found new ways to apply them. Have you thought about re-evaluating where your business's existing skills and strengths lie and found maybe new ways that you can apply them? Can aspects of your business be used to provide a slightly different product or service? Can your expertise and company offerings solve a different problem for the same audience or the same problem but for a different audience? Join me, Mark Coulter, and my colleague Simon Curtis for this weekly series of short podcasts as we share advice and new ideas gathered from leading business innovators and creative thinkers from all around the world, gathered to help you find new ways for your company to successfully navigate the current economic crisis. Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Carus and Coulter podcast, a weekly series of approximately 15-minute episodes with myself, Mark Coulter, and my colleague Simon Curtis, where we have a special guest each week and discover from them the two to three pieces of advice we hope will help businesses successfully navigate through the current economic crisis. Today's special guest is the wonderful Georgette Pascal. Georgette is the founder and CEO of multi-award winning international healthcare communications company, Pascal Communications, sometimes also referred to as Pascal Communications. Georgette's company has been operating very successfully as a virtual company, working remotely since its inception over 15 years ago. So she's uniquely qualified to share advice on working remotely, which, while can be great for some, can also be very difficult for others, depending on your current living situation. Georgette also talks about how she has been able to pivot her own business as a result of the pandemic, and also the importance of listening and being authentic with your customers. I actually had the privilege of collaborating with Georgette on a recent uh, reputation strategy event back in New York in late January of this year, just before all the craziness happened. And she's a very talented, very impressive lady, and we're delighted to have her join us for this week's podcast. So, Mr. Curtis, I will hand this over to you, my friend, and Georgette. I look forward to working with you on Reputation Strategy 2 due in March next year, which I can pretty much guarantee will be all about how organizations responded to COVID-19 and whether they either enhanced or harmed their reputations during the crisis. 
Over to you, Simon. Enjoy. We're delighted to have CEO and founder of Pascal Communications, Georgette Pascal. Georgette and her organization have years of experience in uh, brand reputation um, and reputation strategy for a host of um, organizations and industries. They do specialize um, a little bit more in the healthcare space. Georgette, first question, what would you recommend for remote communications folks um, traversing to a remote working environment during global events? Right. No. And yes, yeah, so I've been working personally um, almost two decades um, remotely and Pascal is 15 years old. So, um, you know, a very long time, you know, my kids are used to it. Everyone's used to it. And it's just been what we've done. Um, and I just, I saw the opportunity in it a while ago. I'm not saying everyone can go virtual. That's, that's not, that's unrealistic, right? So scalability and all of that comes into things post COVID. And, you know, there's lots of people learning to work at home during a crisis and that's not easy. So, you know, the biggest advice, you know, for me would be do what feels right to you because you're new at doing it, right? So mm -hmm. there's, you know, it's very, there's a lot of these 101 tips that people are giving and, and I know they're trying to be helpful, but I mean, living in a crammed apartment in New York City, for example, you might not be able to have your own workspace set up. You know, there's these right. tips people get and that's just, so what feels good to you? Maybe you need to work from bed. Maybe that's how you do it. Maybe you have, you know, um, a Zoom call with your different teams every two hours to check in on certain things and make goals. Um, obviously, what we do in healthcare from a social marketing, uh, social you know media marketing and a public relations standpoint, it is a lot of it is online and it's ever changing and it's very iterative and you have to be agile and you know comply with a lot of things. So it's it's you've just got to be on. There's other industries maybe it's not like that. So I would say if you're working you know from a remote location for the first time, do what you can to make yourself feel good getting through it and look at the positives and take advantage of those. Maybe that means you don't shower till two, whatever that means, right? So, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's all these, there's everyone's always saying, make sure you get up and get dressed and have a routine. And I do understand that to a certain degree, but also, you know, cut yourself a little slack. This is something yep. unprecedented that we're going through. And a lot of people that I've talked to, I mean, they're home with both, you know, their partners, they're working at home, they've got seven kids, they've got, the, I mean, it's, it's not easy, you know, so yeah. I think cut yourself a little slack and, you know, find the humor and find the good moments, even if it's standing outside for five minutes and, you know, doing something like that, you know, um, and, and really, you know, see what you can do to take breaks, you know, and, and the biggest thing is, is listening and being authentic, honestly, right. for, because authenticity is really what brand resilience and, and everything period and post COVID is all about. Right. So it's, it's really about that. And, you know, some of the things to get into it, some of the things we've done as a company is been able to pivot, you know, we're, we're experts in, you know, working remotely. Yes. But we've been able to pivot our services, you know, from, you know, obviously not as much news or byline articles, but we can do other things like, you know, this that you're doing like pod podcasts and webinars and create content and things of that nature. And, you know, on the social media marketing side, you know, I feel like a lot of our clients are we're, they're more willing to take a chance and want to do more um, and maybe do that IG, IG channel so they can reach folks. So you know, there's a lot of opportunities. So not only working from home, but also pivoting in your business, which is more important in my opinion, you know, of how you're yep. pivoting your business, whether you're working remotely or not is really the big thing. You know, I know we've done it Pascal and many others have done successfully and I know it's not easy, but 
it's also an exciting time to really, you know, pivot and do what you have to do. You know, from a, you know, any healthcare marketer might say, you know, well, gee, now's the time. We can't do these in-person meetings. So now we're doing all these digital things and we're thinking of other ways to bring physicians together or, you know, KOLs or whoever that might be, right? So right. it's it's really trying to, and it's all about listening. I can't say that enough because there's a lot of talk and I've been on all these podcasts and boards that I'm on and, and people are talking a very big talk about, you know, what you should do and this and that. But, you know, the, the, the end goal is really making sure you're listening to individually what your specific industry and agency or company, you know, believes in and kind of playing off that. What opportunities and what sort of things can the communication folks really um, should they be thinking about from a kind of a brand standpoint in as we traverse into this new norm? Plan, but I would say live in the minute a little bit more as well, which I'm not seeing a lot of people do because they're trying to plan too much. So Got I'm it. saying that's why listening and being in the minute and, you know, using this opportunity to have your CEO or a C-suite executive or someone, someone, you know, who represents your company well. It doesn't matter, you know, their rank or what they do, but use this as a conversation to use IGTV more and have video of yourself and actually talk to your customers and your stakeholders, you know, and, and do video clips instead of just sitting there and planning, you know, making sure you're getting out there and talking about what you're doing and being authentic. And now's your chance to kind of do that rather than just worry so much about planning. Even in my business, there's steps we've taken to say, okay, if we've lost some clients or if this happens, but at the end of the day, if you're pivoting to the needs, um, you know, you are more likely, obviously, to be able to be, you know, successful at that, um, whatever that might be. So I think, you know, yes, the planning, of course, but also kind of doing, right? So just kind of getting to it and making sure you're, you're talking about your initiatives and your stance and engaging with people as much as you can. That's why we have, we're so blessed. I mean, can you imagine if when we were kids and all of this happened, you know, I see my kids FaceTiming about homework or whatever, you know, it's, yeah, it's great. You know, we're, we're, we're lucky fortunate. to have that. We're fortunate. So, you know, the zoom, the zoom stuff aside, and I know everyone's on zoom, but whether that's a Google hangout or a FaceTime or a voice text or whatever it might be, you know, now's the time to kind of engage as much as you can, which I think is, is an opportunity. So last question, and this is a really juicy one. How, how do you think the U.S. system might change as a result of things post COVID nineteen, and what potentially might how might impact the the communications and PR world as a result? Yeah, no, I mean, I think a lot of things you know are possible. Um, I do think overall, whatever industry, it's going to be a lot more. Um, lenient and empathetic towards how you work. And I think globally, that's going to really affect everything in every way, economically, you name it, right? So I think, you know, some people, whether it's, you know, healthcare or not, I feel like there will be more of that kind of understanding between how we work and maybe a little bit more work from home time or, you know, other, other types of things. Um, and that kind of emotional quotient we always talk about, I feel like that's kind of coming back a bit and people are a bit more, you know, face to face while going digital, you know, it's like zoom is going through the roof, but yet ever the digital's going through the roof, you know, especially, for healthcare because we have to do a lot online. So I feel yep. like, you know, that's, yeah, I mean, whether that's telemedicine, whether that's more in AI, you know, whether that's more holograms, whatever that might be, you know, that's all going to happen regardless. But I think the empathy everyone's going to have after this is going to be really, really great for business, you know, alike and especially healthcare. And I think from a communication standpoint, it's more about, okay, how are we reaching these people and how can we change that 
immediately to address this short term. And then, yes, of course, we need to think long term. But, you know, most people I talk to, um, you know, especially from a medical, you know, there's every industry has, you know, conferences and all that. But from a medical meeting perspective, they are all canceled. So what are we doing now? But, you know, that will affect going forward because not that many people will want to travel again. So I think there's things, you know, we're taking from this that will continue is like, my short answer within the world of healthcare, because some of it still works, whether that's some big parts of huge pharmaceutical companies are able to have a task force and teams that work completely remotely to save money and time or what have you, you know, they're going to implement that where they can. So that's a very broad answer, but I do feel like there's things that will be pulled through that folks are already doing. And like I said, I think it'll make people a little bit quicker on their feet to, to become even more agile. There's, this is the time you have to be proactive, so on to kind of to get it. And, you know, the sales folks and all of that, I mean, I think there's still always going to be a place for certain, um, you know, areas of organization, especially within healthcare, for sure. But you know, they just might, they just might morph and that's okay. So that's kind of what I see kind of big picture, if that makes sense. Perfect. No, thank you very much for sharing that. And uh, kudos to you all and uh, continue doing the, uh, doing the amazing work and the, the creative thinking that you're doing over there. It certainly benefits us all in this crazy period that we find ourselves in. And you, but- and you as well. That's why I love working with you guys at Curtis and Coulter, because you're, you're kind of ahead of the curve and I love the topics we can discuss. So, you know, so thanks for having me so much. Well, that's episode four coming to an end, folks. A very big thank you to Georgette. For anyone involved in healthcare marketing and currently struggling to reach their target audience, Georgette and our wonderful team of PR consultants can help. Visit them at www.pascalecommunications.com or follow Georgette on Twitter at GMPascale. All these links including a bigger profile of Georgette and research resources related to today's episode can be found in our show notes section at www.curtiscoulter.com forward slash podcast. And you can get all this great information along with new episodes delivered directly to your inbox each week by subscribing via the podcast page. In next week's show, does your website need more traffic? Of course it does. Probably even more so now. Well, our guest next week has been called one of the top 10 marketers in the world by Forbes magazine. He has his own marketing school podcast with over 1 million listeners per month. And his YouTube marketing channel has over 20 million views. He's Neil Patel of Neil Patel Digital, and he'll be discussing how the current pandemic affects search engine optimization and offers some great advice and free resources available to increase your web traffic. So stay tuned, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Today's episode was brought to you by Walters Kluwer. Walters provides a trusted clinical technology and evidence-based solutions that engage clinicians, patients, researchers, students, and the next generation of healthcare providers. 
Their proven solutions can drive effective decision-making and consistent outcomes across the continuum of care. Visit them at www.waltersclewer.com. And if you're interested in sponsoring a future podcast episode, please go to www.curtiscoulter.com forward slash podcast for more information.